This is the Full Circle Podcast with 360 Preps. I am your host, Joshua Hart. On today's episode, I chat with Kingsway Christian defensive lineman Bailey Meek about his recruitment and the Division I offers he's received. He's on track to become Kingsway Christian's first Division I college football player. So we chat a little bit about that and the impact coronavirus has had, if any, on the recruitment process for Bailey. So that's what's on tap for episode 33 of the Full Circle Podcast. All right, I'm on the phone uh, with Bailey Meek, a defensive lineman out of Kingsway Christian, about to enter his uh, senior season this fall. Um, how are you doing today, Bailey? Uh, I'm doing good, Josh. Uh, nothing much, just uh, homework and working out, really. Right on. Um, your your recruitment process has really started to, to take off here of late. Uh, you, you can correct me on any of these offers, but I, I have you down with offers from Idaho, Army, Eastern Washington, Montana State, Portland State, Northern Arizona, Fordham, Air Force, Dartmouth, Valparaiso. Did I miss any? Uh, I just got a new one uh, just a couple of days ago from Lehigh. Lehigh, wow. So yeah. what what has this been like for you uh, to have all of this interest, um, you know, really start to pick up steam here in the last couple of months? Um, it's been awesome. It's just been a recognition for all the hard work I've been putting in. And uh, it's just it's, it feels really good to get uh, recognized for that. Has what has the recruiting been like during the times of, of Corona? Like, it, has it been different than you feel than what other people have experienced or? Um, really just the only thing that's different is coaches aren't coming to the school anymore. It's just all basically on Twitter and phone calls, really some, a couple zoom sessions, a couple FaceTime sessions, but, uh, really the only thing that's different is I'm not going out there for visits and, uh, they're not coming to see me. Right. Has that, has that been, uh, difficult at all to not go see the schools or, or, you know, have them come see you? Have you, have you had any sticking points in that regard? Um, you know, no, it hasn't been yet, but if, uh, if this quarantine stuff continues and I'm not going to be able to go, then that'll probably be an issue for me. Cause I really want to, I want to see the campus before I, uh, commit to anywhere. And, uh, yeah, that's the only issue really mm-hmm. nothing yet. Did you, did you expect this type of interest from some of these top level schools? Um, you know, did, like when, when did you start realizing like, Whoa, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a D one recruit here. Um, you know, Back in uh, end of February, I'd say, maybe beginning of March, uh, the defensive coordinator from Eastern Washington came and uh, visited me at school. Uh, that was like, I saw myself as that level, like uh, the big sky level. But then once Army and Air Force start coming, uh, I'm like, wow, this has really been taking off. And that's when I kind of, especially Army, because Army is really big time football and they were my second offer, right? And uh, that's kind of when I'm like, oh, wow, I can play at this level. Right. Five years ago, did you imagine this? No, it's always been a dream of mine, but never really imagined it. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing football since you were a young kid? Uh, yeah, second grade, second grade. I've played tackle football first and second grade. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I played flag football since I was a little kid. So okay. Yeah. Did, did, did you say it's kind of always been a dream of yours? Did you have some place you wanted? Did, was there a specific goal you had set for yourself or somebody you wanted to be like? Um, no, there hasn't been like a specific goal. Really, it's been kind of like. I don't know. Every kid has like in the elementary school or whatever. Every kid has got that dream. Like, oh yeah, I want to play professional sports. Like, 
I, I'm more focused on the near future, like college football, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, never really have had a dream school. I always watched Washington State growing up, but it's not like not like a dream school, you know? Uh, so I'm just keeping my options open at this point. Right. What What do you look for in a school when when you're trying to make some of these choices? I mean, you have you have some like Ivy League schools, some <laughs> some you know uh, military academies, some very prestigious you know opportunities there. So what are you looking for when you're you know getting these offers? Um, really, just how good is the coaching staff? Really, they've all been great. Uh, I also also it's a lot coming about the school, like the campus itself. Because all these schools offer some pretty basic degrees that I that I'm interested in, so mm-hmm. that's not really my major issue. But at the same time, I do want to get an elite education by while playing big time football. Right, right. Has your mindset changed at all when you started getting this attention? I remember talking to um, Easton Crape out of Rainier High School in Oregon a few years back, and the first time he, you know, had. Uh, a guy from Oregon State come he said he had to kind of check himself to not get the ego a little bit you know have you had to change your mindset at all when you've you've had some of this interest um you know not not particularly I've just been I've just been getting hungrier you know just been wanting to go in the weight room more and go get some work in more not nothing really uh mentally been Mm -hmm. been staying the same Right. How much do you feel like your academics have played a part in some of these recruiting as well? Um, it, you know, some of these schools obviously are going after high quality students as well. So, you know, how much has that played a part and what advice would you give to other people who might not realize how much of, of a part that plays? Um, you know, so my dad always, uh, he always like inflicted on me that, you know, you got to have a great grades too to go to some of these schools. So, I've been like that's been a main focus line since really middle school, but carried into like high school. And all my friends gave me trash because I don't know some of them wouldn't maybe wouldn't study as hard or wouldn't wouldn't work as hard on a test or anything or school related stuff. And I'd be like, you know, you, you got to get in a, some good schools with good scores. But uh, yeah, I just think it's important because it just unlocks way more doors when you got good grades too. Right, right. I had Coach Rodriguez look this up for me um, last, late last week, I think, and I asked him, has there ever been a, a D1 football player out of Kingsway Christian? And he looked, and he couldn't find any. There's been obviously some pretty talented athletes in recent memory that have yeah. gone one, or even Damon Cassetta Stubbs out of Kingsway going to play for the Mariners. What would that be like to, to, be, to represent your school in that way, um, you know, especially a school that's not known for its football? Um, you know, it's it's a special feeling because I, I realized this a couple months ago. I'm like, wow, that I'd be the first one, first one from Kingsway football program to to go to go to the next level. And well, not next level, D1 really, because right. uh, Liam Neighbors is playing quarterback over at uh, Pacific Lutheran. And yeah, it's just a special feeling. It's just like, wow, that's uh, that's gonna be something that's remembered. Right. There have obviously been some some high caliber athletes in the last couple of years out of Kingsway. Yeah. Have you guys played off of one another in, in the regard of just knowing what it takes to be that high caliber of athlete, whether you look at Ellertson or, or Damon or Lauderdale, those type of guys? You know, uh, yes and no. I mean, I'm sure they did to each other, but I, I was a freshman when they were all leaving, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know them too well. I wasn't on any of their sports teams or anything, so, you know, I never – never really talked to them at all mm-hmm. right what has your training process been like during this quarantine period as you prepare not only for the, the fall season but you know to, to get bigger and stronger to be competitive at that next level um i've been i've been lifting pretty hard six days a week and then i've been hitting the the field also five days a week so i've been getting a, 
footwork drills in and uh, defensive line drills in like that too. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's honestly, it's been, I've been lucky cause I have access to a gym. And so, uh, a lot of people don't, and it's just like, you know, you just get the extra step because a lot of people, a lot of athletes haven't been able to be lifting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been uh, getting to that next level. Right. Do you think it will separate, you know, the people who, who, you know, kind of want, kind of want to play, you know, versus the people who really have that drive, who obviously quarantine's a, a tough spot to be when you're sitting at home, you know, not able to really do anything. Do you think it, yeah. it'll separate the gap a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, I do. I do. I think uh, you're going to see a real difference when, uh, when the fall comes back and there's going to be people who've been training for six months and there's going to be people who haven't, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people don't have access to weights, yes, but there's if you really want to, you, you're gonna find a way. Right, right. What What do you think the the timeline is for you as far as making a commitment and and that sort of thing goes? Are you waiting to 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 the fall, or or do you have an idea? Um, you know, I don't. Uh, a lot of these coaches, well, all of them have told me I can take my time and you know uh, go as long as I want. Doesn't matter uh, who commits, when or where. Uh, they're all, they all have high interest in me, so they said I could take my time, and I really I'm just going to think it out uh, with my family and my coaches and take take a lot of visits, go see most of these schools, um, and then choose from there. I'll probably, uh, probably narrow, narrow it down to a top five before I actually pick. Mm-hmm. Are, are you worried at all about the fall season yet, about the potential lack of it, or, you know, for a lot, for a lot of guys in football, you know, um, you know especially your teammates there, this is their last chance to suit up. It's not like basketball or, or golf or something where you can go play recreationally, really. Yeah. Are you worried at all about the fall season yet? Um, you know, my coach is, uh, I've, I've asked him a couple questions, but he's uh, he's told me pretty clearly, just just focus on you right now. Uh, just let me worry about the fall season and uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll make our, we'll do the best we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not too worried about it right now. I'm just gonna, I'll worry about it more in July if it, see what's going on. Right. But I, th- I think I think there's gonna be a season one way or another, whether it's in spring or uh, late fall or whatever. Right. How important do you feel like is having a senior season for for athletes, especially for those football athletes? Uh, I think it's super important. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people, their junior year is the most important, really, because of the recruiting aspect. But senior season can be kind of that final push for in betweeners, maybe uh, mm-hmm. to get some final looks and maybe get some preferred walk-ons or even a scholarship to go play somewhere at the next level. You're one of those guys that kind of shows that it doesn't matter if you're from a small school, you can obviously get recruited. Have you had to, have you, did you deal with at all the conception that, or the misconception that, you know, Hey, I'm at a small school. I might not be able to recruit it, be recruited. Did you ever have doubts that because of the school you went to that your recruitment process would be affected? You know, uh, after fre- it was either after eighth grade year or freshman year, I did I did have some doubts, and you know, uh, uh, with B Rod and him bringing in that whole coaching staff, uh, we talked it over, and they they made it clear in my mind. Uh, Brad Packer, who did play college football, he told me like he's got a pretty good idea about how the recruiting process goes, and he told me that it doesn't matter what school you go to, they'll come find you if you're good. Mm-hmm. How important has that been to have a coaching staff like like? the one that is led by, by Brian, it seems like they have really embraced a, a, a really like communal aspect as part of the, as part of the team. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, they're all, they're all great guys. Uh, love, love playing for them. They always have a, the player's best interest. Um, Pat Moore has been my, uh, 
my defensive line coach, he's he's really he's he's taking me kind of under his wing. You know, he played in the NFL back in the late '80s, early '90s for the Bears. Uh, he's kind of taught me really everything I know, all the all the moves I got, all the pretty much everything on the defensive line aspect of it. And then Coach mm-hmm. B-Rod's leadership has just been uh, it's taking us to where we are today. Right on. You know, there, there was news out of Centralia today, and it got me thinking a little bit. You know, they, there's a proposal for them to get rid of all sporting activities um, for monetary reasons. And I was just wondering if you could put into words what sports have meant to you and what they've given you, um, you know, in your life. Because uh, it, it seems really kind of shocking to me that you'd be getting rid of such an important piece for, for so many so many students. So what has it meant to you to have sports in your life? Um, sports have, sports have been a lot. They've been around for as long as I can remember. Uh, my whole life's been, uh, basically shaped around sports. Uh, I've many friendships, many, uh, mentors have come through sports. Uh, it's just, it's, it's huge for kids to have sports and it, it'd suck if that got taken away. Like, uh, like some trailers might be getting taken away. Right. Yeah. Just, is there, is, what's the, the biggest lesson that you've taken away from sports that you just carry in your day-to-day life? Oh, brotherhood. Uh, not really a lesson, but uh, that's kind of relationships. Relationships is a great lesson to learn during sports. Uh, everyone has value. Everybody has value. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter how big or how small. Uh, everybody's got a value to some certain aspect in life. Right. Right. What What keeps you going? What drives you and what pushes you in football? This isn't an easy sport to do when you're talking about two days in the middle of the summer. Uh, you know what continues to keep you going and motivates you um really i, I want to be great i want to be remembered and uh that's just my motivation i just gotta I, do, I gotta drive to be the be the best at what i do you know when when you want to be you say you want to be remembered so when when people talk about kingsway football in 10 years and they bring up your name what what qualities would you like to be associated with um leadership and toughness leadership and toughness mm-hmm I think obviously with Kingsway's team next year, you, you guys lose some pieces. Leadership, I feel like, might be an important part of of that team next year. How how are you going to try to um, take on a, a even a bigger role as far as leadership goes within that Kingsway football team next year? You know, I'm really just gonna I'm really gonna push the guys and encourage them to like you know show up to every workout, work as hard as you can, and then go bust it at practice. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what's happened recently, just just worry about the team right now. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think you can achieve? Obviously, you haven't had a great look at a lot of these guys. Spring balls supposed to be, would have been starting up here, you know. Um, but what yeah. what do you think you can achieve in the fall? Uh, league champs, league champs. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough accomplishment in the trico that's been long dominated by LeCenter. Yeah, yeah, I think we're coming from this year though. Right I on, do. right on. Um, what what advice would you give to other? Um, athletes who want to go play at the collegiate level you know middle schoolers now or younger that you know look up to to the high school guys and and what advice would you give to them as they pursue this journey you know just keep grinding and really it doesn't matter what school you go to uh just keep grinding and work hard and if if you're good enough they'll find you uh yeah just get great oh and invest in twitter and get some twitter get, get a twitter yeah that that was most of my recruiting that, that's 11 offers right there <laughs> Most of your recruiting through Twitter, in, in what way was it you posting highlights or you reaching no. out to coaches? So so my coach, uh, B-Rod, Coach B-Rod, Brian Rodriguez, uh, he would he would email a lot of these coaches, but I would also, I would follow them and DM them on uh, on Twitter. 
And so a lot of them would reach out either way, like either to B-Rod himself or to me on Twitter. And I think I've gotten a lot, like a lot of interest through Twitter. Like a lot of these coaches have responded to me and watched my highlights. Right. Has it been important to the, the professionalism of a Twitter account? Um, what advice would you have to the, the kids who, you know, their social media is also a way for you yeah. guys to communicate with each other. So how do you kind of balance that professionalism I, versus the... I'd say my Twitter is football only. I, I don't have, I have like not a lot of friends on there really. Mm-hmm. It's just all football coaches. Uh, like Instagram and Snapchat can be, doesn't have to be as professional. Like it can be whatever you want, but uh, Twitter is definitely football only for me. What's your take on the season being abbreviated to SZN? I know Rylan Spencer has some issues with kids abbreviating to SZN for season. Oh, uh, I, I don't really know. I don't have an opinion. I didn't realize that was a... There's like a big debate. Like all these oh. kids use this abbreviated term and, and I know Ryland is always like, don't use it. <laughs> it's annoying, oh, um, but... <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Whatever feels right, I guess, when you're typing something out or what looks cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. Right on. Um, yeah, uh, what's been what's been the, the most... Um, What's been what you, what's been the thing you've learned when communicating with these coaches, either about yourself or about the process or any of that? I know you've said that Twitter's an important tool, but has there been something that has kind of opened your eyes to, you know, something a coach has said to you or about the process or anything? Um, you know, you know, not really. Uh, it's a lot more lax than you think it is. Uh, I used to think it'd be like pretty more professional, but it's like it's literally like texting one of your buddies, like they're just like, "What's up? How you doing?" Uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is is it a case of you know some of these older coaches trying to relate to the youth? They oh, just yes, start using yes. slang and stuff. <laughs> so no, not slang necessarily, but some of the especially during quarantine, some of the so I'm communicating with a lot of older coaches, but also a lot of younger coaches, and some of them are having trouble with the FaceTimes and the Zooms, and like like one of them asked me how to flip the camera around <laughs> to show me some <laughs> stuff in the facility. Yeah, just that's stuff cool. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I we I've I use Skype to record these things because it's easiest. But I forget that because Skype was around when I was in high school. That was like the big tool. And then nowadays, no, no, nobody under twenty two has a Skype. <laughs> They're all like, <laughs> yeah, I've got FaceTime or Zoom. I'm like, it's way easier with Skype. But yeah. everyone's had to create an account so far. So yeah, uh, yeah I've never had swinging a miss before. for Skype. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, I appreciate you joining me today, Bailey, and uh, you know, best of luck through the rest of your recruiting process, and and hopefully we get to see you see you in the fall on the football field here again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you right for having on. me. Yeah, have a good day. You too. Bye. See you.
So that's a wrap on episode 33 of the Full Circle Podcast. Make sure to continue to check out all of our content on Colombian.com slash sports. Uh, we'll try to continue this podcast as much as possible throughout the summertime. Spring sports would have ended this past weekend, so uh, trying to figure out how to continue this podcast uh, through the summer. So be on the lookout for, for more of these interviews. And um, as always, we're putting up a lot of content online, so continue to follow us and subscribe and support your local news. Success isn't always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent, hard work gains success. Greatness will come. Dwayne Johnson